welcome to another edition of the Scarlet Nation podcast. We're here for a second straight week talking Rutgers football post game. I'm here at SHI Stadium, uh, still lit up, um, just fresh off of Rutgers, 52-13, thumping at the hands of Ohio State. And uh, Joe Chet is here with me. Joe was uh, at the game. We were covering it, talked to Coach Ciano, some players afterwards. Uh, not a good day from Rutgers. Joe, uh, what's your immediate afterthoughts of what transpired? Well, Bobby, not good, to be honest. Um, coming into the game, I thought they would really play well after that very good loss to Michigan. But just today, just the big plays, the secondary did not play well. The run game wasn't well. The offense was sputtering all day. It just wasn't a great day overall for them. Yeah, bad feel from the beginning. Fake punt didn't work out. And then you have, uh, you know, Ohio State just ripping down the field. Uh, but it was a great atmosphere. I mean, to be here, it really felt like the old Chiano era. Uh, you were probably in yeah. diapers then or something, right? <laughs> of course. Um, so I, I remember covering the team then, and, and you know, it's starting to you, you feel that electric kind of, uh, of atmosphere. And, and did you get a sense it was really a different place today? Of course. I mean, shout out the fans, number one. I mean, it actually felt like a true Big Ten environment today. Uh, it was something that Coach Ciano, the staff, the players have, have been really looking forward to all year. They got that today. Um, I mean, the outcome wasn't great, but you know what? The atmosphere, fantastic. Yeah, and it really was. And and some of the fans really stayed <clears throat> longer than, than I might have if I was in their shoes. Agreed. Um, you know, they were there until halftime. It was 45-6 at half. And, and um, you know, it's a shame, you know, that, that, that things didn't go that way. Greg Ciano said after the game, you know, they were playing well and Rutgers played as poorly as they had probably – since he's been here, of course. Um, it's it just, you know, a, an unfortunate turn of events. But, you know, we have to remember this Ohio State team is, you know, I think there's 15 or 16 five-stars on there. Oh, of course. I mean, they're loaded. I mean, Rutgers doesn't have the same talent as Ohio State. I mean, they have great coaching, Rutgers does. But, you know what, Ohio State, at the end of the day, just loaded with four and five-stars. It was just too much for Rutgers today. And, and Rutgers, I think, had three five-stars in its history. You know what I mean? Of I the know. rankings. And this is a team with... With more than a dozen on it now. There, there was a guy. Remember the one? There, there was a backup lineman shielding uh, the other yeah, lineman. Sixty-six there, 66. right? Sixty-six. He was, he's a recruit from Hawaii. He had twenty-seven offers. Four-star kid, and he's holding a a, 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 a construction paper yeah, side. Yeah, it was a construction paper. Yeah. To shield, you know, the sun so that the other starting lineman could get the place. And this is a this is a four-star, twenty-seven offer yeah, guy. This is what he's here. doing. Yeah, Rutgers, you know, he, he might be the best lineman. So, I mean, we have to put it in perspective. Yes, it's an ugly loss, and there were expectations coming in. You know, everybody was drinking a Kool-Aid, and, and you know, I drank a little myself. <laughs> and, uh, but, but I mean, it puts in perspective this rebuild, Joe. It's going to take some time. And, and as we've seen with those, those high-level recruits, I mean, it starts and ends with recruiting. And you can only do so much in a short amount of time. But, I mean, do, do you take any positives away from this game? I mean, the positives I take away is they're where they're supposed to be. Everyone said three and two, first five games. Mm -hmm. They had a tough loss against Michigan. They lost badly today. You know what? They're still three and two. Uh, they have one more win than loss. So that's always a, a positive. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the atmosphere today was definitely a, a positive. I mean, the play, I mean, it pretty much speaks for itself, Bobby. I mean, it just wasn't great overall. I can't really pick one positive. I mean, Aaron Crookshank today. That big 75-yard touchdown catch was pretty big. But other than that, Bobby, nothing really special. Right. And, and you know, but also I, I think you got to watch Ohio State. They're going to be a team to really watch 
uh, in this the latter part of the season. I think they're going to be the best in the Big Ten again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see anybody beating them. Um, you know, Michigan, I don't see it. Uh, Penn State, I don't see it. Iowa, I'm never a believer in. That. Hey, I like Iowa. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I've never been a I've never <laughs> been a Big Ten West believer either. So yeah. Wisconsin is down. That's a winnable game for Rutgers. It is. Hey, you know what? It is. I mean. Rutgers has the ability to go dancing this year. They can go bull, dancing. Bull, no, not dancing. Sorry, pull <laughs> eligible. Sorry, I'm getting my sports mixed up today. Uh, but you know, I mean, that loss was a little hard on all of us. But yeah, I saw Steve Feichel on the field at the end of the game too. <laughs> said hi. You know, they're, they're anxious to get started there, but that's another story yeah. within itself. But I, I mean, looking ahead now, I mean, you know, we're not going to dwell on this Iowa State game, but you know, some takeaways. Like I said, you know, the, the talent level. It's just, it's just, it's, it speaks volumes. Yeah. These guys are uh, bigger, they're more athletic, they're faster. They're, I mean, this is a team that they could compete for a national title. Oh, so course. I think it's a good measuring stick for Rutgers in saying, look, there's still a ways to go in this rebuild. But the good news is the rest of the Big Ten doesn't look like this. No, they really don't. I mean, Ohio State, they had a little slip ups here and there to start the year. But you know what, man? I mean, they're gonna contend. I mean. There's a bunch of winnable games. I know we spoke last week about it, but I'm telling you, there's a bunch of winnable, uh, winnable games. Northwestern, Wisconsin, Illinois, Maryland. I mean, Maryland got throttled last night yeah. against Iowa. But you know what? Rutgers has a chance. And you know what? They will improve. We all believe in Coach Tiano here. And, and Michigan State next week, another winnable yeah. game. I, I mean, they're playing well right now. I mean, I don't know if they're as good as advertised right now, but you know what? It's winnable. We're at home, so we'll see. Yeah, and, and I I think you know that the best thing sometimes you can you can uh, really you know thrive off of a loss in a sense that you learn from it and, and you see these mistakes. I asked Tyson Fogg about that afterwards, and he said you know this can put it in perspective a lot better. Uh, you know we can see what went wrong. I mean you know they still have the issues at the, at the, on the offense, the lack of playmakers. Bo Melton going down is not helping matters at all. No, I mean, not at all. If he's out, you know, you really have to dig deep for creativity yeah. within that offense. You really have to rely. Rayquan O'Neal's out. Yeah. He was he was walking around in a boot after, or you know, towards the end of yeah. the game. I know. So I mean, you know, where do you go from here? I mean, your depth. Do you start playing some of these younger guys? I mean, possibly, yeah. I mean, but like Crookshank and Jones and uh, Washington are really going to have to step up. I mean, Sanders today, seven catches, almost 50 yards. I mean, not a crazy stat line, but you know what? He got the ball. He was good in open space. I mean, I I think they could be serviceable until Bo Mellon is back. But um, overall, I mean, the skill position players need to really step it up. Yeah. And, and you know it, it's really uh, it, and it's really going to be helped with with a running game if if they can start to establish some of what they did in the second half against Michigan it'll really go a long way towards stretching the field in terms of a passing offense honestly and uh, the first drive today honestly the offensive line did not play that bad they they actually gave Vigil time um, and then the running lanes weren't bad but mm-hmm. overall as the game progressed it just got worse and worse and, and you know it was a bad I mean coming into the game you you know there were there, there was it was, it was tough to get in. People were crowding the gates. There wasn't. I don't know if it was enough workers or or the new system with the uh, what, what do you call it? The electronic ticket yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't moving Me fast too. enough. So so it was crowds coming in. They couldn't get in in time. You start the game off, and, and then you have that fake punt that goes awry, and then they score. It just was a bad omen from yeah, the beginning. It was such a weird feeling today, right? And, and you just felt like from the beginning after that fake punt, and they came down with that long score. It's just going to be a long day. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, it was. And it was just ominous. It was just, um, you know, it just it wasn't. 
It wasn't Rutgers Day, no, to say it wasn't the Rutgers least. football. But the good news is, you know, there's a lot more football to be played this year, so it's easy to get discouraged, but we have to keep it in mind that this is one of the best teams in the country. Oh, for sure. I mean, Ohio State, I mean, with the one loss, they, they could still win out, still win the Big Ten, mm-hmm. and still go to the college football playoffs. So there's nothing to hang your heads on. Um, honestly, uh, the players today after the game – they weren't too down on themselves, honestly. They actually spoke well. Uh, they were very uh, – I mean, they weren't, like, jubilant, but they were definitely, like, upbeat, and they were fine. Yeah, and, you know, Noah Vedro had, you know, three interceptions for the first time this year. We, we know that this was probably going to happen sooner mm-hmm. or later. And, you know, it, it was uh, – you know, it was just a bad day. Things didn't go right. And, and look, he didn't have the best – uh, you know, separation from his receivers yeah. downfield. Uh, you know, when they had some short plays, he, he threw the ball where it needed to be. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's best just to kind of close the book on this game and look ahead to Michigan State. Oh, yeah. I mean, tomorrow, like Pedral uh, said, they're going to break down the film in depth and then just get back to work for Michigan State next week. Mm-hmm. And, Joe, I'm going to put you on the spot. Memorable moment uh, of the day. Memorable moment of the day. Honestly, seeing the crowd um, just – it was just Rutgers football today. It just felt like the old days, 06 to 2011-12. I mean, the whole stadium was rocking from the start of the game up until the second half. I mean, everyone was in their seats from the first quarter on until the second half. So that was the biggest moment today. Yeah, and, and you know, I also think it was important to see the recruits they had. It wasn't the, the outcome that they wanted, but yeah. you had some big names there. And if you can continue to do that every week, that's how you really build your program. And, and I think Ohio State is the perfect example. Every year you see them in the top, I don't know, three in recruiting yeah. in the in the nation. This isn't in, in the, the Big Ten. or the, you know They have one of the best recruiting classes in the nation well, I every think year. They're, they're number one this year for the 2022 class. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, actually, it was actually fun to see today on Twitter – uh, there was a couple uh, recruits hanging out in the student section today mm-hmm. for Rutgers taking selfies and stuff. So that's fun. That's a positive uh, impact for today. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think it's only upwards. This is part of the rebuild. Three and two. Um, Bull Hope's still very much alive, or as you like to say, maybe go dance. T- <laughs> hey, dancing, right? Dance. The people, hey. I think fans will be dancing we if they saw, make a bowl game. We saw Coach Peichel as we were coming out, so that's my bad guy. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. But, uh, all right, well, Joe, thanks for joining us. As always, I thank you for listening. We just wanted to do a, a quick recap while we're still here at SHI Stadium. And uh, we'll be coming back to you next week with another uh, full week of coverage. Uh, stay on the roundtable for all updates, everything recruiting Rutgers football. And thanks for listening. For Joe Chet, I'm Bobby Darren. We'll see you soon. <laughs>